and you are already doing the potty breaks and the the feedings and stuff, but it's still double the dog hair in the house. Yes. Double the poop that's in the, the yard. That's the biggest con is the dog yeah. hair. <laughs> you know, potentially double the exercise if you have dogs that have different activity needs. Double the vet bills. Double the food mm. bill. <laughs> Welcome to the With a Dog Podcast, the podcast for the modern dog parent. I'm your host, Carly, and every Wednesday I bring on pet professionals or some fellow dog parents, and we laugh, learn, and commiserate about everything from the confusing vet visits to dog park etiquette to the 2 a.m. potty breaks. Essentially, life with a dog. I did that all in one breath, and it was really hard. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Opera singer. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Welcome, people with a dog. We have a great episode today. It's been a long time coming. You guys have asked for this for a while. And Ashley, Charlotte, and I, friends with a dog, are are going to discuss. Yeah. Yay. Hi, guys. Ashley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So first, let's go ahead and share our with a dog wins. Who wants to go okay. first? Okay. I'll go first. Because I did it last night. Um, I finally finished that dog nutrition course that I oh, that's bought like months ago. Yeah. I didn't pay attention the last half anyway because it was a lot of math. Um, <laughs> but I was still confused. <laughs> <laughs> so this this vet also offers consultations where she'll like you just like tell her what issues you're having with dog food. And then within a few days, she'll send you recommendations. So I was like, you know what? I still don't know what to do. So I filled out a form for the consultation. Look at you taking initiative. That is such a great win, Ashley. I also feel like you got scammed. Um It's okay. <laughs> no, you're just like, it was so confusing. I didn't understand it. So I gave the person more money to explain. <laughs> I'm okay with it because I... I feel like it's a personal. Th- it's it was very personal. I feel like Dog Dad would be able to figure it out if if he took it. Okay. This is just a me thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, like math, and I was like, mm. yeah, no, we're not doing that. Uh, I could just see the person behind it, like behind the scenes, like I'm gonna make this so confusing that people aren't gonna figure it out, but it's gonna sound smart, so they're gonna feel dumb, and then they're gonna come back to me. <laughs> I'm okay with it. But that's okay. <laughs> That's not a terrible business strategy, honestly. Yeah. I still learned a lot. <laughs> so you're doing the consultation. What's it for yeah. for Johnny's nutrition? I just can't find a food I'm happy with because there's a lot of bad foods out there. And he just seems to have some sensitivities. And I'm just like, can someone just freaking tell me what food to yeah. feed him? Because... I, I'm just like the pros and cons of some of them. And I'm like, I, I don't know what else is out there. And I don't feel like looking. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so. like looking is just, it's such a time waste and a money waste. Have you yes. um, allergy tested him? No. Like five strands has that uh, allergy DNA test. And I've heard really good things about it. I'm going to do it for Ginsburg. Um, five strands is that for yeah. for environmental allergies or for it's for food? i think uh all of it 
and and sensitivities as well. Oh, see, I I Let went to the vet. To I found it. Oh, thank okay. you. I I went to the vet, and they were just not very like respond because I wanted to ask that because I'm like I don't want I don't feel like going through more trial and error. And I wanted to like ask him about it, but they were very like, just give him more probiotics. Oh and God. that's what they say every time. So I'm just kind of like, screw it. Like, this is yeah, $150 me... and apparently pretty accurate. And I, I'm totally going to do it. Um, Tori had a great experience with it. I've had hmm. a lot of vets tell me that and this is years ago when we were still figuring out lupin's allergies. So it's, ha- I mean, it's five years ago at this point, but a lot of vets were always like, no, we have tests for skin, like environmental allergies, because then they do it like on the skin, like you would a, yeah. a person. But they were always like, there's not one for food, like the ones that out there for food are scams, like all that. Because I did pay money back in the day for one for Lupin. And um, technically, it was accurate. But so not a scam. Yeah, like, well, in but I still had to go through the entire food trial that I did with tails. Oh, yeah. Like, so I still had to test out every single ingredient because I also didn't trust that it was oh. accurate. Mm. Okay, well, that's on you. <laughs> no, no, because it wasn't... Carly walked so we could run. She- <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it was a three-year endeavor overall, at least. Yeah. That and, is a unique case. I yeah. Because like. it had, like, it wasn't all fish. It was just, like, white fish. And like peanut oh. butter and like things like that and like turkey, but not chicken. And so it's like when I learned later, it was like, because I was like, okay, so he should should be good with chicken, but he's not showing that he's good with chicken, like his symptoms, but the test said he was, you know? And so then right. later on, people would be like, or I learned that the protein structures of po- po- most poultry is the same. So even so, oh. duck, chicken, turkey, all of that probably won't work if they're allergic to chicken. That makes sense. And like things like Uh-oh. that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. And I, I didn't really have access to like a good novel protein at that point either. Like lamb wasn't as mm. common. It was either like chicken right. and fish or like go the complete opposite direction. It was like rabbit or kangaroo. I was like, I'm not paying yeah. for that either. <laughs> yeah. So what if I got scammed? I don't think I did. That's fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just teasing you. <laughs> The the way I see it is like this person is a vet yeah. and she specializes in yeah. this kind of stuff. She's not a vet nutritionist, but she's like a vet that has put in extra hours in yeah. nutrition, way more than our regular vets. So I, I see it as paying for a vet appointment, you know? Yeah. And if yeah. you don't feel like you got scammed, then you didn't get scammed. I'm happy to give her my money. Unless it's an MLM. <laughs> yeah. If, no. If you're <laughs> Ashley's like, now I'm going to be doing the training for everyone for the nutrition. <laughs> I don't fully understand it, but she said I was really good. So I'm going to yeah. build a team under me. <laughs> hey, girl. Is your dog's creating your own destiny? Hey, girl. girl I boss. saw that your, your dog had rough poops. <laughs> Can I tell you about this product? Oh my god, but when people actually send me stuff like that, I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, I would absolutely never trust an MLM. <laughs> MLM dog food. Oh my god. It's a Don't thing. Put, we need there to stop. Is, We're giving people ideas. Like, scam. Well, there yeah. is one already. And I'm like, no. Which one is it? Not. Food? I think it? it's food. I don't remember, but I get a message every now and then about it. I remember the supplement. 
message you got. It might be a supplement. Yeah. It might be the supplement I'm thinking of, but like, I'm like, absolutely not. No, we're not doing this. No, no MLMs. Yikes. Okay. So Ashley did not get scammed. She's figuring out Jonathan's nutrition and we look forward to hearing back. Thanks. Charlotte, do you have a win? Yeah, so I have foster dog Thor right now. And, you know, they say, like, the three-day rule. They start, like, settling in. That's definitely happening. Like, last night he cuddled for the first time. And, like, he is so much like Starsky. Like, which makes me feel sad, but also a lot better at the same time. Um, So he was, like, cuddling with my feet yesterday. And it was really sweet. And he slept through the night. I had to sleep on the couch. But he did sleep through the night, so that was really nice. Um, my other win is that yesterday was Goldens and Golden. So in Golden, Colorado, on Golden Retriever Day, or the weekend of Golden Retriever Day, um, thousands of Golden Retrievers come and like to flood the main street. So like I was with three thousand Golden Retrievers yesterday. Oh my god! How how was how were all the dogs behaved? They were all behaved wonderfully, honestly. They do make, like, a very big point of being, like, only bring well-behaved dogs, only bring friendly dogs. Like, do not bring dogs who are not friendly or, like, have issues. Like, they made a big point of saying that. Um, There were some dogs that were, like, nervous, for sure. But mostly they were just, like, happy dumb goldens, like, just so happy because they got to say hello to all these people and dogs and, like, eat treats. (laughs) I'm so excited you were able to go because I've seen it online before. Like I've seen the Instagram and, you know, it'll be on like Daily Mail or whatever, like all the Goldens and Golden. And that just sounds like so much fun. It was so much serotonin. Like I was just like riding a serotonin high all day because of it. I was like, oh, I'm not depressed anymore. I just fixed my life. (laughs) All I needed was 3,000 Golden Retrievers. (laughs) Foreshadowing. I know. It was so much fun. Ginsburg had a blast because, like, at that point, obviously with 3,000 dogs, you they're just going to say hi to – you're not worried about polite greetings or anything. You're just like, keep my dog's leash in my hand. Yeah. Um, she, But she, like, kept her head and everything. Like, she was doing tricks at the beginning and stuff. And with that much distraction, I was so impressed with her. She was so well-behaved. We met up with my friend who has a half-golden retriever. And, like, they got along super well, and it was just so fun. And... Well, she's not a doodle. That's why I feel like I have to say, like, half That's golden. Why I'm laughing because we talked about this. I know. I know. <laughs> and what you was listened. It you s- the, the border oh, retriever? A, a coltriever. But Col- I forgot she's actually Aussie, not Border Collie. So I don't think that has a designer name. <laughs> Aussie. So Aussie retriever. Yeah, she's an Aussie golden retriever. Is it like I mean this in a nice way. Like purposeful? Like like from a breeder or like like I don't know. Rescue she so she is think? from a rescue. Um oh, okay. and she got her DNA done and she was fifty fifty. So Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Right. So I would suspect okay. it was intentional because fifty fifty, but she got her from a rescue. Okay. Well, Johnny's fifty fifty. Yeah, that's true. I Johnny's don't think it was intentional. All intentional. <laughs> all of it. Like he was cater made to live in New York City and be a model. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, that's fun. I'm happy that you were able to go, Charlotte. And it was so much fun. I want there to be a like a hound thing of that. Me too. I was thinking but that too. I think there's only three thousand hounds in America, so 
Uh, how I feel like I feel like every single one of them DMs me. So like, <laughs> I feel Have like you I, been? there's so many hounds on Instagram to the south <laughs> of all I, uh, the hound breeds. That- I do kind of wonder if like that like would hound people be committed enough to doing that? Like I feel like golden people like oh goldens and golden social mm. media. This is so fun. My happy dumb dogs like. There's a festival in North Carolina every year called Plot Fest. Oh, and there's a coonhound one too, actually, now that I am remembering in Virginia or something. So, okay, I take it back. Let's go. You know what we need to do is do some kind of like um, Forrest Gump-esque type of like where we just like run through every state and just collect every hound. (laughs) Yeah. We just have like a massive hound. (laughs) following afterwards for the record there's way more than three thousand. yeah (laughs) and so i was just saying they're less popular than goldens (laughs) i saw on facebook yesterday um someone who like commented on the post of the picture like they were like oh we drove 10 hours for this i was like whoa like that's commitment like well maybe it was like an like you know a weekend trip thing that they were just yeah. like, coming to Colorado too. So they conveniently came for Goldens and Golden. I yeah. mean, honestly, it was amazing. I am really sad that I have to wait a whole nother year to be with 3000 Golden Retrievers. Like it was, I'm telling you, it was an antidepressant, but like a more effective one. It was so fun. You guys, you guys should come next year. I don't think my allergies will allow for that. Golden Retrievers okay. giving me well, the worst allergies. It's outside, so... <laughs> Ashley's like, I'm also allergic to the outdoors. (laughs) That's true. Okay, but it's like urban outside. It's not like in the mountains. Is yeah, is Golden far from you? Um, no, it's about 15 to 20 minutes. Uh it was 20 minutes yesterday because traffic, but Okay. um, So it's like a suburb of Denver? Um, yeah. Or it's a little further than like I would maybe say a suburb is. Like I'm definitely in a suburb of Denver and Golden is contiguous with where I am. I don't know. It's probably that was a, a word hour. that I don't know if I actually know the name of that contiguous oh. or the meaning of that contiguous. I think that's the word. It's like continuous, but fancier. I, be- I believe <laughs> you. I just I just <laughs> didn't know what it meant. It means um, it like keeps going into something like continuous. It literally means continuous. Okay. Fuck. Now um, I have to like look it up. Make sure it's a word. And I'm not done. It, it is because that's what they it say is. when sharing a common they're talking about yeah when they're like the contiguous 48 states yeah only deliverable to the states that are connected to each other the more you know yeah there's your word of the day contiguous yeah thank you (laughs) (laughs) this ended up turning into a life update yeah go carly go yeah what's your with a dog win slash mini life update um I don't have a with a dog win. I have been failing at my like falling back in love with a dog mom life resolution. You still have 11 months. Yeah. I mean, I think I've just been busy with like other things. Um, Getting your life back on track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but dog related. Oh, we, you know what? We just yesterday went to dog zaddy's parents house and so drove over there and usually it's such a pain to bring both dogs because Albie is just like so hyper in the car. But we configured the car in a different way this time. 
where I was sitting in the back seat with Albie and Lupin was essentially in like the trunk space. We've never really done that before because we didn't think he'd fit and he barely does, but he's comfortable enough that. And so if I'm sitting in the back seat with Albie, then I'm able to pet him and like calm him down. And it was, it was actually like a really good drive both ways. It's and only like had 30 a chauffeur. minutes. Yeah. And, and dogs have a <laughs> chauffeur. Um, it's still, you know, I still have to sit in the back seat and I have to be like, petting him continuously which is a little annoying but it was much better than like him whining in my ear and then me being like shut up (laughs) and like (laughs) then like arriving to his parents house in this like such a bad mood and just needing to decompress and being like overstimulated from Albie in the car so that was nice at least I was able even actually able to read on the way on the drive back because Albie was calm enough and was just like sitting there car Oh my god, I'm so jealous. Yeah, same. I used to be able to, but not anymore. Oh, I usually, Carly. I think you're like a superior human being. You're genetically <laughs> evolved. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I don't often read in the car, mainly because I'm usually the driver. Because I I love to drive, and dogs ad will sleep in the passenger. I seat. am with dogs ad on that one. Uh, anyway, yeah. So that was good. So that's a win. You know, we can start using that. Different yeah, that's totally a win. More that's often. a good, yeah, a good solve. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't think there's really anything else. No real life updates. Boot is off. Back in tennis shoes. Slay. I, okay, I feel like this is maybe what people who go through like childbirth, it's like, like that's why they have more <laughs> kids because you're so miserable. Like your body went through such trauma, but then like eight weeks later, it's like. You're, you feel fine again and that's how i feel with my with my achilles like the boot is off i'm not fully back to normal but i'm functioning well enough and then all of the mental health like misery and everything that i was just having for the last week or last eight weeks feels less prominent than it did while i was going through it and i'm like this is why people are willing to like give birth it must be I think this is also why people are willing to get second dogs. Hey! Look at that segue! (laughs) Great transition. (laughs) That was beautiful. Okay, you're right, because I really was going nowhere with that. So topic for today is pros and cons of having a second dog. We've all had two dogs at one time. We've had just one dog at one time. We've had different age dogs. Yeah, we've run Charlotte's the gamut. had puppies. We, I think we can definitely talk. Absolutely. We have a lot of experience in this, I feel like. Pros first or cons and end on a, like, a high note? Let's say cons. Okay. I have a lot to say on the cons. <laughs> um, I don't want to say blanket statement, like, don't do two dogs, but I will say I could... I, I can't see a situation in which I could do three unless I had like a farm. So like two dogs is I find two dogs hard. It's a lot. I always grew up having two dogs in the house and I always thought it was like easier because they kind of like took care of each other. But then when it came the time and I had two dogs, it ended up being a lot harder than I thought. But I think there were a few reasons why, like, my experiences were different. Like, the first being, like, pretty much our dogs gr- growing up, they were siblings. Mm. Oh. So they were, like, the same dog, basically. Were they the same age, too? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so that was like made it easy. So then once you bring in like two dogs that are completely unlike each other, that's when it gets chaotic. <laughs> yeah. I think it's also different like in an urban environment. It's not easy when you have two dogs in a metropolitan city. Like Ashley and I have both lived in New York City with two dogs and it's a lot. It's a lot. It's hard to like take them out and coordinate that and especially mm-hmm. if you're walking both of them at the same time and oh potty God. breaks suck <laughs> if there's stairs. <laughs> I think for me it's the it's the extra work in each like you in you think that it would be the same amount of work because you're doing all those things already. Like you're already mm-hmm. doing potty breaks and you're already doing, you know, feeding morning and night or whatever. You're already buying the dog food and going on walks. But I think as soon as you have dogs, as you said, Ashley, that are like slightly different from each other, which is normal. Like I think even if you got siblings, that could still happen. Yes. And as soon as you have them that are slightly different, whether it's age or temperament, or even maybe like one of them has like a medical quirk or something, you know, it just becomes 10 times harder. So like Lupin, the food in the morning. Because he has a pill that we throw in with his kibble, I have to stand there and watch them eat to make sure Albie doesn't then go over and eat Lupin's mm-hmm. food and then eat the pill accidentally. And if we didn't have that, I would probably would just like leave. Like if, if it was just Lupin, like I never had to stand over him and watch him eat right. when it was Loopy before. Like I could go make my coffee, but instead I have to stand there while both of them eat through their whole puzzle feeder. And I'm just like do 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 and then you know we go out for our potty but i i don't know i like i was thinking about that it's only what like three extra minutes of my day while they finish their food but it's it's those extra little things that add up i think throughout the day and it's more mental effort and more mental space to like remember oh crap like for me ginsburg resource guards okay so i either put her in the crate and i don't watch fine or i want to work on the resource guarding so I feed them but like at opposite ends of the room and watch and make sure no one bothers each other Um, yeah and like that is a lot more just like thinking of things like little things you have to remember that take more brain space yeah and it's like more mental space and then you know you could have the argument of like okay well I'm in a house and I could set up something where it's really easy for them to be across the room from each other or whatever. Like, you know, if you do have more space. But because I was thinking about that for Lupin, you know, we want to start limiting his stair usage. And right now the food is in like our little basement area. And so I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll start feeding Loopy upstairs. But then it's still the same thing of like, okay, feed him, run downstairs with Albie, like drag Albie yeah. with me to be like, okay, your food's yeah. here feed him and then like they're gonna follow each other yes exactly and then they're both gonna run to each other's bowls afterwards and yes we always have to check the siblings bowls that's mandatory (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i think it's just yeah it's just extra no matter what it's it's gonna be a little extra time and mental like even if you're in an easy situation yeah like i kind of was in an easy situation because i got a puppy But Starsky didn't really need a lot of attention at that point because he was a senior, arguably a super senior at that point. And even so, like, okay, I was in an apartment. I had a flight of stairs when I got her. 
so I didn't want to be taking them out separately, at least not often. I did because that's good training, but then you're holding two leashes. Okay, now you have two dogs that pull or are very sniff oriented and you're like stretched out with both your arms being tugged, like things like that definitely introduce an element of chaos for sure. I think that's the the crux of it is what you said, like chaos. It's just like added little moments of chaos where you're just yeah. juggling a little bit more. I feel like I've heard this phrase, but in relation to parenting, when you have one kid or like when you when you get a second kid, when you have a second kid, the work doubles. But when you get a third, then it's like not as much. Or like then it you can't or something it was something like that I'm I'm not remembering like the phrase obviously my mom but, um, always said two to three was the hardest transition for her because then you're outnumbered so it's, oh interesting there's always someone who's not getting your full attention so run amok oh, that explains my sister <laughs> <laughs> that explains I, a lot about her <laughs> okay. But that is on another point, like about the outnumbered thing. That means if you do have a partner, you neither of you ever get a rest. Yeah, I wanted. Yes, I wanted to say that because with just Jonathan, we alternate the work. Mm-hmm. And then when we brought Ike in, it was basically like one person to a dog doing all the work. So yeah. like we were both doing every single walk every day. We were both because I, I couldn't walk them together. Right. Um, they were, it was way too much. Um, and I'm single, so I'm always outnumbered unless I'm one-to-one. Yeah. That's why we're like, Charlotte, don't you dare get a third dog. <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> That's why we're yeah. always like, dude. <laughs> no, the only situation in which I would get a third dog is if I had a house with a yard, so potty breaks were, like, unleashed in the yard. Easy. Um, I mean, I have watched, like, my family at the height of our dog ownership if my sister and I were both staying at the house, we would have five dogs in the house. And so I have watched four or five dogs before. So like, I do have some idea of what it would entail. And I do think I could do three, but they would have to have different exercise requirements. So I would have to have like an older one or something. Um, so Because I would only ever want to take two out at once mm-hmm. on like walks or hikes or whatever. And I would have to own a house. I would, I would want to own the house. Um, because who knows what three dogs are going to get into. And I would have to have like a decent sized yard so that I could just send them out to do their business. I feel like that even could be said for two dog. Absolutely. All of those parameters too. I mean, like it's, it's doable to have two dogs like in, you know, apartment in a city and like all of that. But even what you were saying though, like potty breaks, Charlotte, like I have a house and Potty breaks are not, I don't think, really any more easier than when I had to leash looping up because of the two of them. One, it's very easy for in your small yard for poop to pile up. So it's like, yeah, you can't just like open the door and let them be like, you have to have some kind of system of like either well, every night. Especially like, for up you. Them. Yeah. You have a and <laughs> Lupin loves to eat poop, which is disgusting, but <laughs> He is who he is. And and so really, like, it's another mental effort thing. Every time yeah. I open the door and let them out, I have to stand there and watch and yeah. have my shoes on and have the poop bag ready, like, if I need to. I do think it's contextual to, like, the dogs, though. Like, I've never had a poop eater. My family has never had poop eaters um, unless it's, like, you know, super delicious, like, deer shit. Um, 
things only dog always, parents say. It's <laughs> always deer shit. It's always deer shit. It's it was <laughs> fox poop for London for Lupin in London. Fox poop ever. All the dogs really. It wasn't just Loopy. It was all dream the dogs. come true for him. Yeah. Yeah. The fox home got his fox poop. That's cute. that's he wanted he would want to roll in it. The dogs at work, they would we would all go out and take them out at lunch into like this big field that wasn't far from work. And they would just like roll in it and we'd bring them back oh to the office God. and they would just smell terrible. <laughs> we would awful. just be like, ew. <laughs> oh, horse poop? That is elite, according yeah. to the dogs. Even Starsky, who like did not give a shit about poop. Like, oh my God. He loved horse shit. That just reminded me. So we we moved offices and I have been like working to decorate it and stuff. And I'm making a list for my boss of like things we still need. And I'm going to put wipes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you have any carpeting in the office or even not, because um, we had the issue of like one dog would come in and like maybe have an accident or like mark something because they were new to the office. And if you don't like oh high intensity clean the area, then every other dog is going to come in and want to mark that same area. And they had that it issue in the first office, smells. but the second office, they had the, the intense industrial We, we have a lot of rugs. We had that issue yeah. with the old office, too. That There was, like, crusted shit on the rugs. Oh, my God. It ew. was so gross. <laughs> like, when dog pee piles up like that, it is, I mean, it gives me migraines because it's so stinky. We, <laughs> we got the, the neutralizer spray. Yeah. That helps. Okay. Back on track, though. Anyway. Yes, anyway. So... Yeah, so it's like the mental effort. And so that's the thing is like, I don't think like Lupin was never a poop eater until later in life. So even if you get two dogs, I think that are so similar where you're able to negate a lot of the stuff that we're talking about. So if they're similar in age, so they you can just walk them at the same time. They're similar in walking styles. They're maybe they're similar activity level so that they're fine with just that one walk and then they'll play together or something. You know, they have same play style. They'll play together, whatever. If you like tick all of those boxes, eventually at some point in their life, I think they will diverge and things mm-hmm. will yes. get harder. Like the chaos will start, you know. So as I said, like Lupin, it's his medication that kind of makes him want to eat the poop. And so he or that's when we oh. noticed it starting and the fox food in London. Yeah. And so, yeah. So like he never did for the first like, I don't know, five years with us. Yeah, something like that. And then and then he started doing that. And then he never ate any other dog's poop, but just his. But then and then it turned into Albie. I know he's he's disgusting. But like it's this is like the worst example for people (laughs) to listen to. But it's just an example of like I have to watch all the time. Yeah. It's not the worst thing if he does eat it. It's just he then comes in and stinks up our whole house. And I don't want to do that. Oh, yes. Like, I hate the horse poop farts. Those are yeah, nasty. The farts Note are the worst. to self, don't let Lupin give me kiss on face. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Well, one, he doesn't give kisses, so it's fine. But two, he doesn't – I don't let him eat it because of that, too. Like, I've like, – Don't let – don't kiss Lupin don't on kiss the mouth. Lupin. Yeah. <laughs> He's disgusting. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's just mental effort constantly. Yeah, extra. and whether or not your dog is a poop eater, there are going to just be things like that. Like, yeah. leash tangling is a big thing for me because both my dogs are, well, Starsky's gone, but both my dogs are slash were hunting dogs, right? So they're very scent driven. Um, 
And so they just zigzag all over the place. Like it makes it difficult um, to go on a walk together. I really don't enjoy walking two dogs at once. Um, Maybe if I had two herders, it would be a different story, but that's like the mental effort thing for me is like the walk chaos. So I just try to walk them separately. I, well, I have the same. Yeah. Like I, Right. Don't enjoy walking them both together. I still can, especially if there's a situation that I can let loop an off leash and Oh yeah, if one's off leash, whatever. Yeah, but well even then it's still it's still mental energy and like yes. more effort though to get both dogs in the car, wipe their paws off afterwards, have enough treats for both of them, have enough poop bags for both of them. Like you know, just to walk both even if Lupin is off leash and it's like slightly easier to actually walk. It's still a constant awareness of like, how's his recall? What's he getting into? Yeah. Yeah. Two poop bags all of a sudden you're carrying if you have large breeds. That's that's true. (laughs) Not fun. (laughs) No. No, it is Um, not. This sounds terrible. I am looking forward to the day of being a one dog household again. Not, I know, I know, not at the expense of not having Lupin. I'm just saying like, like, that is a time in my life that I enjoyed being a dog parent a lot more. Yeah. And I look forward to that. Uh, I will say I did kind of, like, have a sigh of relief. <laughs> yeah. When we were back to one because it was just so crazy. Um, they were – these two were so much more different than I thought they were going to be. Right. Um, and, yeah, it like, Ike was always go, 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 go all the time. And I was just like, okay, back to this dog that just sleeps all day and <laughs> walks at a snail's pace. And, like, I don't have to, like, run on walks. And it was kind of a kind of a relief. Yeah. See, I have um, no relief. Like, I have yet to feel a sense of relief. And it feels too quiet for me. And I don't, I don't love it. Like, it's too quiet. It's a little too easy. I, like, apparently thrive on a little chaos. Also, it's only been a few weeks, Charlotte. But, like, what about yeah. after Kiki when you were a few years with just mm-hmm. – or, like, what, two years with just – Actually, only, only a year. Um, after Kiki, that was kind of a different situation, right, because she was attacking other animals in the house, a.k.a. Yeah. Starsky, when it was just us. But also when we were at my parents, like, all the other dogs, the cats, just a disaster. Um so, like, that was a little bit different. I had a lot of relief because she was dangerous and it was so much mental effort to make sure that no one got hurt. Um, so, like, yeah, that was easier. But in terms of, like, then when we moved to Colorado, it was nice being just a one-dog house. But that one dog was Starsky, so he was a little more difficult to begin with. Um, yeah. Apparently, I like the difficulty. I don't know. I wouldn't say that I like the difficulty, but then you look at me and I'm like, no, I want two dogs. Um, no. There's, like, I not not really a sense of relief in terms of how much work it is. Um, it's, it's objectively so much easier with just one. Yeah. But I don't know. I think what – I wonder if you probably didn't feel that – potentially didn't feel that relief because one you're already like full dog person you know like all of the things I think you're like accepting of of like you this like this is your hobby is dog stuff you know like and your job to a certain extent like it it is like it's just yeah like it is and so I think for 
a regular person who maybe has a full time job and a yeah, commute yeah. and like they aren't in the dog world. I think two dogs like that added difficulty. It may not be as as simple. I think. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't even picture what it would have been like with Ike if we were not completely remotely working. Like, oh my god. Yeah. So I had two. Dogs. I don't know. How. When I lived in New York, it was my third year of law school that I had Kiki. Um, yeah. And Starsky. And, and yes, Kiki and Starsky together. And yeah, it was not ideal. But again, like that was, she had severe behavioral issues. Um, but because I was in my third year of law school, I was commuting um, between Queens and uh, Brooklyn and Queens. And she had such severe behavioral issues that I feel like it was like that. It was like that on steroids. Um, mm-hmm. Just like it oh, yeah. was, it was completely exhausting. It was a lot more effort, a lot more work, and and I was essentially working full time. Exactly, and so that's the thing. Is like I think I mean we should probably move on to the pros, but like to summarize what we've been saying about the cons is like, that this isn't all awful, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it is. It's it is double everything. Like. As I said, like you think because you're already doing all these things that it would be easy enough to add. So it's like, yeah, the, I guess for me at least, there wasn't any learning curve. So it wasn't any like, what bowl should I buy? And like, mm-hmm. like right. things like that. You know, you're still learning the dog, but you you uptake, I think, a little bit quicker, like the, the new dog. And yeah. you're kind of just like configure them out a little bit quicker and, and what their needs are. And you are already doing the potty breaks and the the feedings and stuff, but it's still double the dog hair in the house. Yes. Double the poop That's in the, the yard. That's the biggest con is the dog yeah. hair. <laughs> you know, potentially double the exercise if you have dogs that have different activity needs. Double the vet bills. Double the food mm. bill. Like, <laughs> I mean, when it rains, it pours sometimes yeah. with the vet bill. <laughs> You're just like, oh how do we yeah. walk out of there? We thought it was a checkup. And now all of a sudden, you know, now all of a sudden it's six hundred dollars later, and you're like, "What?" And the vet bills, yeah. So, so I think it's like all of that where it's it's double just all those things, and then toss in double the mental energy of whatever you need, you know, whatever those things are. Especially, I think what we're all saying is if you have two dogs, where even like one of them is slightly more difficult or maybe has a few more quirks. Like that's how it is for me with Lupin and Albie. Albie is like bestest boy ever. He's so easy. He he will probably be the easiest dog I will ever have. Like he listens, he walks well on the leash. He, you know, like all these things. And he came like that. So it's not, yeah. I didn't even have to do any training. Like <laughs> straight out of the box, straight out of the box. He is so easy. And then I have Lupin who I thought <laughs> I had like figured out. Lupin dogs. In his medical issues. <laughs> so, like, he's like <laughs> extra work. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah. And like, Albie's one quirk is the car, you know, where that's not, where that's hard. But that's like Lupin's easy mode is car. Like, he, he travels in the car so easily. There's never any downtime for you. Exactly. It's just, and they're, they both have great off switches. They, like, I would say 80% of the day they do nothing and they don't bother me. But it's still, I think just because if they have slightly different needs, it's going to be a lot more work than you anticipate. And you won't know that until they're in your home. Yeah. And then there's no turning back. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, at that point you love them and they're in your home and you would never change anything. Right. But you're still just like, this is a lot. It yeah. makes travel harder too. Like, mm-hmm. I think we need to switch to pros. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm like, okay, well now I have to find two places or board two dogs or I can bring one dog, but I still have to deal with finding everything for the other dog. You know, it does make travel more difficult. Yeah, I mean, as you said, we need to move to the pros, but yeah. <laughs> the the travel, I mean, I've thought about that a lot. I was like, oh, I'd love, because Lupin's so easy in the car, I'd love to just rent, like, a van and do, like, road trip around the U.S. I could do podcast interviews in person, all that. But then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, Albie, I'd have to leave him home. I, I wouldn't be able to travel with both dogs, I don't think, because it, it could just be, like, Loopy and I on the road and then Dog Zaddy could like fly out to meet us wherever what city we're in and we could have like a yeah. little three day weekend or whatever. Like it could be really cool. But that added dog thing is just like mm. Right. And you could still do it. It would just be more mental energy to do it. Yeah. More planning, more work. And I yeah, exactly. And I don't wanna leave Albie at home either. Right. You know? Yeah. Like I'm just like, <laughs> like I love him too. Okay, well anyway, moving on to the pros. I loved your pro about the learning curve. That's such a good one. I feel like my home is too too quiet and empty without two dogs. Like, even when I think I'm just fundamentally like a two-dog home. Like, even when I had just Starsky before I ever got Kiki, I was like, I definitely wanted a second dog at some point. Yeah. Like, there's just something about it feels full and complete with two dogs that for me does not feel that way with one you also grew up with multiple siblings and multiple yes. dogs and in a state of chaos so yes. i think this is just my normal <laughs> what if your brain is like addicted to the stress hormones <laughs> it probably is like i don't know what to do without without two dogs and like everything that entails you just have to sit in your feelings i know maybe you, I maybe that. it's time to sit in your feelings and <laughs> oh, find it absolutely yourself is i do have to sit in my feelings for sure but i don't like it <laughs> i don't want to sit in my feelings <laughs> so the quietness that is a good point though the quietness of the house because when lupin was a single dog my life was very full at that point i was it was early mid 20s we were both trying to hustle in our careers we were you know planning a wedding we like all these and then we planned to move to london and then in london it was a very full social life like constantly doing things and 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 working full time during this whole span for both of us now that i'm back doing the podcast have the house i could see it being very quiet especially like if someone is remote working a lot and and maybe yeah. they do live in the suburbs or like a quieter, you know, whatever. I mean, that's literally me right now. It's just too quiet. I could and see it being a little bit quiet in the house. And like, yes, I did lose my heart dog. So like there's something to be said about that. Yeah. But it's just so quiet. I think it would also be really hard to only have Lupin while he's in his senior years. Like as yes. much as I was complaining mm. about Albie, like – the fact that I do have him to be able to go on a run with or yeah. do some of those younger dog things, it's really nice not to have to worry about him or his health. Because Lupin, even though he's doing great for his old age, if I just had to like sit and watch him age, 
it would be a different experience. I mean, that's kind of where I was at. That's exactly why I got Ginsburg when I did. I always wanted a dog that I could hike with. And like, you can't take a puppy hiking as much as you can take an adult dog, right? And so I was like, okay, as Starsky's slowing down, I need to get another dog so that I always have a hiking buddy. Um, And so that I don't ever have a period of doglessness. Like, I cannot... I can tell you right now, if I had lost Starsky and he was an only dog, I would have gone to the shelter and gotten a dog like within a week because I cannot imagine not having a dog at all. And I, I, I don't even like having the night off when like I am going to leave early. And so I drop them off the night before um, at for like a vacation or whatever. It is I do not like that feeling. It is just too quiet. You're all alone stress hormone addiction (laughs) i guess so but like if you're if you're a woman like there's safety concerns for me at least i feel a lot more safe when i have a dog like Mm -hmm. even if they're not a guard dog like they're just an excellent deterrent i mean ginsburg's going to bark at the door even if she would bark and attack someone with kisses she's still gonna like make noise i feel a lot safer with a dog around yeah i have a pro ike helped Jonathan with his separation anxiety. Yeah. That's right. That's definitely a thing. Um yeah, I could, like didn't care. So Jonathan was like, "Oh, if he doesn't care, I don't care anymore." And then when Ike was gone, Jonathan went back, but you know, besides <laughs> the point. <laughs> um that that was nice. It kind of like talked to each other, you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> Well, having like, Thor. It's okay, buddy. Having Thor in the house, it's been really interesting to see like i know ginsburg's like a good role model but like holy crap starsky taught her so much and that's something to be said for having dogs of different ages like they can kind of teach each other Mm -hmm. starsky taught her so much and she's like i see her interacting with thor and i'm like way to go starsky that's a a really good pro because i i think sometimes it's overused like people are like oh, I want to get another dog so they can teach my... Yeah, they don't really know what it means. Yeah, they don't They don't fully, un- like, they think that the older dog is just going to all of a sudden teach the puppy to, like, sit and how to eat. Yeah. And, like, things yeah. like that and, like, potty train them. It's much more niche things than that. Yeah, Starsky taught her how to be calm in the house. I mean, and how important that is. Yeah. Starsky like- taught her how to play because he was such an awkward player that she really learned to adjust her play styles thanks to him. Exactly. Like, I think it's in really subtle ways that you wouldn't expect. You know, most people, I think it's like, oh, it's great. They'll entertain each other. They'll play. And and it's like, yeah, that that may be a pro. Like, that may be a thing that applies specifically to the dogs you get if they're the same activity level and the same play style. Like, all that kind of stuff has to apply. But I think, yeah, in the really subtle ways for Lupin and Albie, Albie has actually taught Lupin, even though Albie was the second dog in the home. I think he actually taught Lupin, like, one, eating different foods. (laughs) Lupin before was like, give me popcorn and, like, meat and, (laughs) like... That's so true. Yeah. And then Albie was like, I'll take an apple. I'll take a cucumber. And Lupin's like, well, if he's getting one, I want one. Yeah, like... And now Lupin is obsessed with apples. Low-grade resource guarding. Like, if he has it, I want it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to guard it, guard it, but I want it. (laughs) Jonathan did teach, teach Ike to eat vegetables. Yes. The dog that would only eat beef. <laughs> Wanted green beans. Wanted green beans. <laughs> so cute. Um, yeah, like, or, 
you know, sometimes Albie will be very good at finding whatever heat source there is in the house. And then Lupin <laughs> will see that Albie is laying on, you know, whatever surface. And then Lupin tries it out. Like, I mean, it's just, it's it's subtle and it doesn't really matter. But it's like we have the bed in front of the fireplace and Albie was the only one to lay on it for the while. And then Lupin was like, hey, he looks pretty comfy. And then, <laughs> and then like, he's <laughs> taking it over now. And I'm like, good, this was meant for you in the first place, Lupin. <laughs> you wanted like someone else to try it first because Lupin is kind of a hesitant dog. And he likes, I think he Aww. likes to see other dogs do things first. Well, to your note Aww. that it's subtle, you said it's subtle and it doesn't really matter. Like, but some of the subtlest things matter the most, like staying calm in the house, like yes. sleeping most of the day. Like that is huge for me. My dogs yeah. need a really good off switch. And I don't think Ginsburg's would be as good if Starsky hadn't modeled that for her. I think that's the thing is just even Lupin leaving him alone. I think as he's gotten older, he he refuses to go in a crate, but he also... I think has some anxiety when we leave him alone right. and Albie is shut in my office when we leave um, and used to be in a kennel, like in my office, but now he just like lays on a bed and that's his kennel, like his spot and his big kennel, his yeah, room his, kennel, his room <laughs> kennel. Um, but Albie, but Lupin knows that Albie is there and I think yeah. he's a lot less anxious. Yeah. Like, and if we, if Lupin was a single dog and we just left the home in his old age with like maybe some mild dementia that he has and stuff, I think he would he would not be as comfortable. I think he would have a lot more anxiety about us leaving. That's one of the reasons I did get Kiki was I was going to law school every day and Starsky was starting to have some separation anxiety because he was alone a lot. And when I got Kiki, she was always crated in the bedroom, but every time I came home, Starsky was laying on the bed next to his sister. Um, I know, I know. Um, so cute. He didn't do that with Ginsburg, but he always knew Ginsburg was there. And yeah. I do think, not that I'm like advocating for getting another dog to like fix separation anxiety, but it can be like an ancillary benefit when you get yeah. another dog. It could also be the opposite. Yes. That's <laughs> Where if true. one dog's freaking out, the other one's like, oh my God, I should be freaking out. Yes. <laughs> true. Yes. Yeah. I think it, it happened to work out for us. I I will say sometimes I did have some moments where like I would leave and he saw Jonathan freaking out, so he would start to like whine. Oh, poor guy. So it was like less often it, it was the better way more often than it was that way, but yeah, that did also happen yeah <laughs> poor dude he would go sometimes go <laughs> i think another pro for me is the it, it's mitigated a lot of my anticipatory grief with lupin aging mm. so as much as it's a con having two dogs of very different ages and energy levels so it's like that was a con for me because it's created more work it's also been a benefit of having as i said like younger dog not having to watch Lupin age, like being the only dog in the house. Like I, I feel like he really has helped me with my anticipatory grief about Lupin aging. I've heard that from a lot of people, like people who like adopt senior only senior dogs kind of thing. They'll lose like my I have a friend in rescue and she really loves senior dogs, but she lost like four dogs in the span of a year and a half. And like oh. that was really hard on her. And she's like, I'm not I'm not doing seniors for a while because I just, mm -hmm. I can't. And that is a benefit to having two dogs, especially two dogs of different ages. Yeah. 
Like you're yeah, not exactly. going to lose them at the same time, barring some emergency. Yes. Also, going back to what I said about like, I'll be testing things out first before Lupin. So Lupin is willing to, you know, take the risk or try something new. <laughs> Albie is also able to, I think, add a little bit of challenge to t- Lupin's life that he wouldn't have. Yeah. Like his life would be too easy. Yeah, I think as a senior do- or as a single dog household, that sounds silly, but no, I know exactly what you mean. And I think people with kids probably have this also. Like if there's a kid in the household and one dog, but just it's like a little bit of extra. Like keep them on their toes for your attention, for food, for keep them I'm- sharp. And I'm not. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not saying like, you know, make it like a competition or anything, but you know, a bag will rustle in the kitchen and Albie will jump in and run in and Lupin will be like, well, I guess I should probably go too. You know, like he'll get up and you know, like just or like I feed him dinner. He could have he could eat it whenever he wants. But now that Albie's there, he's like, I'm gonna eat this right now. And like just little things that I think keep him on their toes for their senior years in a good way. Yeah, like cognitive abilities, like they still have to think a lot more Mm. about what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It sounds silly, but it really does make Lupin's little, his one gear in his brain grind a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It does make him, it does make him actually have to like work his little mind. Oh, his little gear. Maintaining (laughs) cognitive ability can extend your dog's life too, because senior dog dementia is really hard on them and really cruel to make them live with that for too long till it gets too bad and so if you maintain their cognitive abilities like they'll literally live longer and they're probably getting a little more exercise for various reasons yes and that's exactly why i got albie yes i did want a a different you know like another dog who i knew for sure was like good with kids and good with down with anything and all that where lupin is also that those things but he's not quite like easy bomb proof as albie is and that's, yeah, that's why I got Albie. I, I love him to death, but it was in a certain aspect to help with my anticipatory grief and help Lupin in his senior years to like challenge him a little bit more. I think Ginsburg, same kind of deal. Like it just, it was really good for Starsky to have a buddy in his senior years. Yeah. Also, Starsky was just happier. Like hounds, especially, I think a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them really are, are pack dogs because they're literally bred to hunt in a pack and communicate with each other that I think a lot of them are happier with other dogs. Not that they need to be with other dogs. Starsky's a good example. He didn't need to have another dog, but he just, you could just tell he preferred to be in a coexisting situation with another dog. I don't think Lupin could give a fuck about Albie, but but <laughs> Albie loves Lupin. <laughs> I'll I'll tell Albie, I'll say, where's Lupi? And he'll go like look in the house and find him. Well, yeah. even if Lupin pretends not to give a fuck, sometimes you're like, okay, but I know you're pretending. Like, I think, yeah. Starsky. I know I you're annoyed like, by her, but you also are glad you have her. Yes. I think it, Lupin's like, if I had to choose between mom and Albie, I don't care about Albie. But if mom's not around, I'm very happy Albie is here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and dad's somewhere in there too, I'm sure. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so I think we've talked about everything. We've talked cons, double the work. Potentially, if you have one dog with just a couple quirks, it really can add a lot of work and effort and chaos to the But it's life. also awesome. <laughs> but the pros are that the dogs really can help each other 
They can really help you mentally. They're, you have less of a learning curve when you get a second dog. And I think, you know, what we didn't say was it's just it is more fun, more yeah. chaos, but more fun, <laughs> you know, like to go do th- like just to have that extra level, like that different personality in the household. We didn't really touch on that, but it is like more fun. It is. It is. I mean, I don't know. Like, it was really good for Starsky and me to have that year in between Kiki and Ginsburg. Like, it was good for our relationship. But it is more fun to have, too. I don't know. There's some... You take two on a hike. It's more work, but it's a lot more fun. You take two to the dog park. Like, I don't know. Something about yeah. it. I think, I think like, having two in the household does bring more little, like, sparks of joy. Like, oh, yeah. look, so-and-so's doing something cute. Or, look, they're cuddling. Or, mm-hmm. so, you know, like, things like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But also sparks of chaos where you're yes. just like, ah, like, dogs, you're ruining my life. <laughs> but it's like a moment. It's like a spark. And then 30 minutes later, you're like, I love you both so much. Yeah, and- exactly. Like, I wouldn't change it. Like, I like having the two. It's yeah. it's a lot of work, but it's clearly worth it because I keep doing it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Anything else to add before we sign off? People need to stop sending me pictures of dogs and telling me to adopt them. <laughs> <laughs> they will be like, I don't know. Is it time for a second dog again? And it's like, shut up. <laughs> wow. You are not you subtle don't know about me. that. <laughs> okay. That's the other thing. Shaming people into getting more dogs. Yeah, that's not cool. That is that is actually like definitely part of this topic of having two dogs is there's a lot of people maybe think they're cute with it. Like, oh, my God, saw this hound and thought of you. You should adopt him. Just reading that message, the amount of anxiety. Like, this is what works for you. Like, if one dog is working for you right now. Just have one dog. <laughs> Ashley is full mean mugging the camera right now. Oh my <laughs> god! Just, like this face. I just, just I'm so sick literally of it. never DM Ashley. It doesn't matter yeah. what it's about. Just don't DM her. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I know Ashley needs to get off to her volunteering this morning. Yes. Say hi to the doggies yes, for me. Give them a hug for I me. Will. I can't give them hugs. <laughs> is that part of the training? <laughs> yeah. Because we don't, most of them, they've only been in there for like a week. So we don't know if they're That's a, someone asked me to give Ike a hug, or Ike, sorry, Thor a hug. And I was like, I will not be doing that. He is still settling in. (laughs) This is not happening. I do a test. I do a butt scratch because I'm like, I feel like a butt scratch is a safe scratch. So I'll do a little butt pet and see how they feel about it. That's smart. Yeah, that's how you got to do it. (laughs) I can only imagine how hard that is for you, Ashley, to go in there. And you're just like whispering to them. like, I would die for you. (laughs) But but you can't hug them. I like lean down. Like I'm like five feet away from their kennel. And I like kneel down and I'm like, I love you. I die for you. And they're like, they're like, give me my walk, lady. (laughs) They're like yelling at me. They're like, oh, God. Like, it's okay. You're right. (laughs) You're so right. You're so wonderful. (laughs) Okay, I'll leave you alone. (laughs) Like, giving affirmations to everyone. Like, you are kind. You are smart. I literally do that. I walk down and I'm like, I'm going to throw a treat under here for you and you and you and you. I'm like, hi, puppies. You're so good today. 
That was oh one God. thing at Goldens and Goldens. I was talking to every single dog. I was just like, oh, what a good boy. Oh, what a good. And I was like, I don't even feel embarrassed about it because there's 3,000 dogs here. Of course I'm doing this. Of course. <laughs> you have to talk to every single one. Every single um, one. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for listening and all of our infos in the show notes. Give us a follow. We love you guys. Subscribe to the exclusives. Yes, check out our exclusive episodes. If you liked this, we do exclusive ones as well. And um, all that info is also in the show notes. You can listen on Apple or Spotify. If you want to buy Ginsburg treats, subscribe. (laughs) That would actually be really funny. I feel like we'd get more subscribers if it's like, buy the dog a treat rather than like, support us. Maybe we should do that. trick them into (laughs) like... Think it's fine. Yeah, you can like like thanks so much for your purchase and you like have a little video of like throwing your dog a treat. <laughs> like different Patreon levels. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week, next with a dog Wednesday. We Bye. love you guys. Bye. Ashley. Bye. <laughs>content on the with a dog podcast is for informational and comedic purposes only it should not replace professional advice treatment or diagnosis by a certified veterinarian trainer or behaviorist